Welcome to Aussie Ambitions Podcast, where we meet with everyday Aussies that are pushing ahead with their goals and ambitions in life. Join your host, Scott Robert Springer, to explore the future of entrepreneurship, work-life balance, and reaching beyond your comfort zone. So stay tuned for some tips on living life the Aussie way. All right. Welcome to the Aussie Ambitions Podcast. We've got our guest today, Dylan Brockington, an audio specialist, and we're going to talk to him all about that. Welcome, Dylan. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, Scott. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. So it's a bit of a unique situation where you know our environment. You've helped build this studio. Yep. Um, we finally got you into the chair to have a bit of a chat. Yeah, I'm usually on the other side, um, but no, it's it's cool to be on, on this side this time. Yeah, <laughs> we had a little bit of musical chairs just so everyone could get a feel for mm-hmm. what it's like to host, be the guest, be the, uh, the operator, the engineer. Um, and yeah, that's a bit of a taste on mm-hmm. studio life, isn't it? Yep, that's it. So really great to get you on because I think this will be useful for people to understand what the podcasting world is all about. Uh, we got the situation where it's a it's a video podcast, um, and you've got skills in the audio world as mm-hmm. well as just overall knowledge. So, I thought it would be really great to be able to go through um, basically where you've come from in terms of your uh, your interests mm-hmm. and how you landed into this kind of a, a role and what you're working on. So, I'll leave it there. Why don't you just uh, give us a bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm 26. Uh, I've been living on the Gold Coast for the last. So oh, it's coming up to nine years now. Um, since I've been here, I've just been doing odd jobs, hospitality, customer service. And then, um, yeah, 20, 2018, I decided to study audio. So I, um, studied at SAE in Byron Bay. So the school of audio engineering as it's was originally called. And I did a diploma of audio production to start off with just to see or get a feel with how I'd actually go with it. And then I found like I was doing pretty pretty all right and then um i did my bachelor of audio production so all up it was about two years uh to complete that um and now since i've graduated i've just been trying to get freelance audio work um i've started up my own freelance business dtb audio so that's my initials dylan thomas brockington just thought that was fitting um and basically i'm interested in post-production so um, podcasting, um, mixing for movies or anything like that, short documentaries. That's what I've wanted to sort of get into. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, that definitely helps people get a feel for, um, you know, the area of, of audio and then some of the applications of that. So like you mm-hmm. said, there could be the movie world, there can be, um, perhaps music recording and live gigs as well. Yeah. Usually like what they taught us, um, it's, like a few categories. So you've got studio production. So that's what you'd imagine like you go into a studio as a band or a artist and um, record. Um, you've got live sound, which is concerts, festivals. Um, and then you've got post-production. So that's, yeah, mixing um, for TV shows, movies, doing the podcasting stuff. Um, it's like the behind the scenes um, sort of work, which I, I enjoy. So <laughs> Nice. So I'm, I'm, my first instinct was to to assume that this was linked to some personal interest. So mm-hmm. uh, it does. I feel like it's almost like one of those dream jobs in a sense that you can get close to the action or you get a good understanding of behind the scenes. Mm. So you might have uh, not a celebrity per se, but maybe somebody with a bit of a visibility out there, and mm-hmm. you might work with them. Uh, do you have an interest in music, or did that come from an interest in music and recording to begin with? Um, it's funny, like people. When I say I've studied 
music or audio, they automatically think that I play an instrument or something like that. I'm like, no, I can see why they, they get confused. Um, but um, sorry, what was the, sorry, what was the oh, question? Oh, it's mainly just, you know, it's, it's perhaps the stereotype, right? So yeah. people are think, oh, you, you're an audio engineer or you're working in the audio yeah. space. Um, what, what, what instrument do you play and mm. are you in a band and so on? Like, um, we covered this a bit before, but did, did you have experience with either uh, some form of music, whether it's DJ? Um, yeah, so like uh, years ago, um, I was interested in like DJing, so I learned how to do that. And but but ever since I was young, I've been into music. I've just grown up with always having music in the house. Like my parents would just play music in the house or in the car. Um, like I can't think of a day where I haven't listened to music or wanted to listen to music. It just like changes my mood. So I, th I think it stemmed from that. I, I originally studied photography when I first graduated high school and um, some things happened with that and I sort of lost a bit of interest. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just sort of fell into it. Like I was like, oh yeah, I'll just study, study music. So yeah. Okay. And are you uh creative person or a technical person or somewhere in the middle i'd say creative yeah because like i did photography like i sort of dabble in a few things so i uh, yeah very much creative sort of person i'm more like a like if for me to learn something i've got to go through the process of doing it myself um i can't like listen to someone i have to physically do it and then i'll i'll learn i'm sort of like that that way yeah <laughs> nice uh and Obviously, you've built this skill here mm. pretty locally. Are you born and raised in Queensland or on, on the Gold Coast? Where are you from originally? Um, so, while well, I was born, like, or grew up uh, near Brisbane, I always say Brisbane because it's easier, but it's um, it was like near Redland Bay. It's sort of like halfway between here and Brisbane. So, I was there for like 17 years. So, my whole schooling life. And then when I graduated high school, came down to the coast, and I've been here ever since. Redland Bay is that uh, is that like a coastal town, like beach town, or yeah, you could call it that. It's yeah, right on the water. So okay, yeah. Did you ever get any, any anything that might be typical Aussie life, like I don't know, fishing or yeah, no. Um, well, sport. I've never been into fishing, or I I've been sort of a sporty person. I was into playing soccer as a kid. So yeah, but like I'm not really a very typical. Aussie, like people have mistaken me for being English. Like, like, are you English? I'm like, no, I'm Australian. <laughs> that, that's because um, it's not like a typical. My accent, I guess, is not a typical, very strong Aussie accent. Like, g'day, mate. You know, okay, it's not like that. <laughs> Interesting. So, people in chats with you, they they also pick up that you might be from a different background. Or just it's happened like two or three times throughout my life. Just uh, meeting a stranger or something, they've just said, "Are oh, you you're English?" I'm like. Well, my background is, I suppose most of us are, uh, originally from the UK, but yeah, I'm Aussie. Aussie has one reason. No, that's good. I mean, I think it's it's interesting to see and for people to hear about where people come from and then where are they headed. And mm. you obviously studied locally as well. Does that mean there's jobs here, like an overwhelming amount of jobs, or would there be maybe more jobs in a more metro place like Sydney or maybe even, yeah? Overseas? Yeah, I'd feel like definitely, let's say like, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, the Gold Coast sort of misses out a bit. Um, it's also a bit of nepotism, like you've got to know people for sure in the audio industry to get work. And I feel like especially during 
COVID or the past year, people have been holding on to their jobs so they don't want to, you know, oh, Dylan who's just graduated, I'm not going to, you know, give him some of my work. I'm going to hold on to it because it's sort of a tough time. So take what you can get. Um, but yeah, no, it's, there's not, 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 not a lot of whole, a whole lot of work um, on the coast, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like to hear that you'd at least, um, put your skills out there, like in mm. the sense of starting your own company and, and freelancing, taking, just having a look at what's out there and who needs help. Um, do you get a feel for like how the industry is operating? Like, is it very much, there's the term gig, gig economy, which is people, what happens in graphic design and a couple of different other fields where people just get paid for that little piece of work mm. and they can set their rates, but it, there's nothing secure about it. Um, do you have a feel of like, are there full-time career jobs in this field that you studied or is it is it looking like everyone just has to fend for themselves and it's a bit of a grind yeah i can already foresee it like i'll have to definitely hustle it's a lot of freelance stuff just take what you can get or i mean in in what you want to do yeah. don't just take anything like if you want to like just do studio production and you want to record artists and bands and mix for them don't just go for any sort of genre um, I'd probably stick to what you're good at. Mm. So yeah. And so how does that how does that affect you? Obviously, you've put in the time, and you do have the the knowledge to apply it. But there's not there's something. Uh, it's it's not like someone's welcome you and being like. Uh, no, it's not like it's not right in front of you. You got to really find it. Uh, even uh, with with Launchpad and, and yourself, it was a Gumtree ad, and I found you that way. So you have to really go looking for it. Um, and my other work, I just had to do a Google search and really put myself out there and email them, contact them. And that's how I got more work. Yeah. It's not going to come to you. I suppose that you could say that with a lot of things in life. Mm. Gotta, yeah. Well, for, I guess for the listeners, uh, at home, whether they're Australian based or overseas, it's just to take it, take a think about what skills do you have and mm. how does that translate into the real world? I mean, obviously, um, yeah, we were looking, we had a specific need, but it would have been a lot to just say, okay, we're hiring for a full-time mm -hmm. position. Sometimes there's that startup mode where you need to actually do a few projects before you yep. can commit. So, um, yeah, just, just curious, how does that uh, affect your, I guess, your mental state about, you know, going about your week by week? You have to kind of pay the bills. Um, you don't want to lose the skills that you kind of want to keep it fresh. Uh, where, like, how do you approach it? Like, how are you feeling? Well, I'll admit I am still at home. Um, so... It's okay there, but yeah, sort of, I'm thinking like I want to have enough work to be independent, move out, but I just don't know when that's going to happen, when I'll have, be secure so I can move out and, you know, I won't be in trouble financially and I'll have security and know that I've, I've got work, but it's, yeah, it's hard to sort of predict that. So I suppose I'll just have to just take the leap and I think it'll push me, um, Definitely, I'll probably try much harder to get as much audio work as I can. I think, yeah. Mm. When, what you describe, I, I've heard that that exists uh, more, perhaps more of a generational thing. So, mm. and it's not anything to any one industry, but it's just that this whole shift is um, employers are maybe a bit more hesitant, or they're just trying to save costs. It's a co combination of things. But do you have other people in your social network? That are the same thing. Like they're they'd like to move out and get their own place, but they're just kind of hanging out for a um, few things to happen. Most of my friends moved out a long time ago. Okay. So yeah, I yeah I suppose just the way the path I took in life. Um, 
I was a bit after school, didn't know what I wanted to do. And now I'm, I've sort of got a goal now. So I know what I want to do and I'm a bit more confident in myself and assertive. And, um, yeah, so now I'm, I feel ready in myself. Like, yeah, I'm, it's time to, you know, leave the nest, <laughs> get <laughs> yeah. out there. And <laughs> sure. Well, I, I've definitely observed you. Um, and there's lots of different opportunities I can see for mm -hmm. uh, people that develop skills. Um, but I think there's just this gap between connecting. So perhaps it's whether it's nepotism or a bit of networking mm. and just uh, being visible, you know, and there's different ways of doing that. But like, so you've got yourself as a freelancer in, in this brand, D, D, say it again? DTB Audio. DTB Audio. Yeah. Um, is that something that you actively promote in some way, like build a social I'm media still, following? Yeah, I've got like the a website and on the website I've got links to an Instagram account and a Facebook account. But right now it's sort of, yeah, just fleshing out what I am really want to focus on. Like at the moment it's sort of advertising as a podcast specialist. I'm still working out if that's 100% what I want to do. So I think over time it's going to chop and change a lot. Um, and once I know what I want to do and then I'll just have my name still but shift over to that that line of work in the audio industry. Mm. Yeah. All right, so this is probably the moment people have been hanging out for, but what is the deal with podcasting? This is 2021. Mm -hmm. um, probably been you've been hearing about it probably for more than the, the masses out there, but is is it is it some kind of gold mine that people are trying to like a gold rush for people to kind of cash in on or what's the trend towards podcasting? I think it's yeah, it's a buzzword, podcasting. Everyone wants to jump on it and um speak their mind whatever they want to talk about it's it's been popular i'd say for the last five to ten years but since the last year with covid everyone has been indoors they've you know they've got money to spend so they're like hey i want to try podcasting so um a lot of people i feel there's a lot that won't stick with it because it was just a sort of fad for them but there's been a lot of um good podcasts that have come out of it even for myself um started a podcast with a friend from uni so um we've been doing that since end of last year so that was part of our final project for uni and then we've just sort of stuck doing that since um yeah so that's interesting you you basically started it and is it is it easier than you thought it would be or mm. is it uh is there any surprises that you had in in taking that on because you're basically creating content probably on a semi-regular basis now, right? Yeah, we've we've struggled with trying to, I suppose, have consistent episodes. We were aiming for an episode a fortnight, but it's always something that comes up, like the guest is tired, for instance, because a lot of our guests are overseas. It's um, where well, I'll just explain our podcast. It's called Pacific Sound. And basically the first three episodes that we did focused on traditional music in the Solomon Islands. So that's the country that we focused on because my friend's from the Solomon Islands. Um, so we had a good response from that and then we decided to continue. So the three episodes was for our major project and then, um, yeah, after uni we decided we'll start interviewing the local um, artists and producers and singers uh, over in the Solomon Islands. Um, so that's called Pacific Sound Profiles. So, yeah, we've just been doing that ever since. But, yeah, we've just found it's um, – we've just had, yeah, a few guests sort of pull out and it's sort of, you know, been a bit of a roadblock for us. And it's – yeah, we've we've been trying to, you know, keep it going and keep the motivation going because essentially we're not earning a lot of money from it. So okay, we've got to be really motivated to keep it going. Yeah. Um, so I've got to just ask, was it the, the origins of it? 
just to apply your skills and just have a bit of a go and learning? Or was it, is it something that you're trying to follow some business model about, you know, running a podcast almost like a business? Um, well, because of COVID, we had different plans for our major projects. So we were suggested by a lecturer to do a podcast. So it just sort of stemmed from that. And um, for myself and my friend, we were interested in doing a podcast anyway. So it sort of, yeah, it sort of worked out well. Okay. Um, Any advice yeah. for people out there? In terms of what? Just just uh, if they've heard of podcasting and and you, you hear some of the big names out there saying, oh, you got to start a podcast, just start a podcast. And whether whatever the domain is, mm. it seems like there's no downside. But uh, of course, there will be the downside for lots of things and people will start something and um, not see it through. So do you think it's something for everybody? Like, is it something you could just tack on to whatever your interests are, maybe have this on the side and then whatever the benefits are? Like, I just mm. want to get a feel for your experience. And I feel like you've got to have a really good topic. I don't know if a lot of people might come at it yeah, maybe not with maybe too much talking about themselves or something, not having a good topic, like too opinion-based. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, I, yeah, it's hard to say like what what they should do. Maybe um, early, early days too, I guess. Yeah. It's, um, I guess we're on this journey where we're doing video and audio mm. um, almost as a proof of concept for the studio that everything – uh, almost a bit of a mini roadmap. So if somebody mm. wanted to do the same, uh, at least we've got some, everything clearly mapped out. So, you know, this was step one and then step two. And then, yep. um, and, and from your side, are you doing the, like you're on the mic or are you doing the production stuff? So at the moment, um, just my friends, um, he has access, he's friends with all the people that we've been interviewing or knows them. So because it's sort of a language barrier as well, um, he's been doing the bulk of the interview and I've been just recording like the intros and outros and sort of taking a bit more of the post-production side of things on because he's doing well the bulk of the interview. So I'll just um, do more of that. Um, but yeah, we, we've hoped to sort of meet up, but he lives in New South Wales. So it's been a bit hard with the, the border closures. Um, we're hoping to do a few episodes or try and do every episode together and hopefully with video that would be the goal okay yeah so again i'm thinking a lot of people that are uh, experimenting with podcasting and getting started and most mm. of it would be because of remote aspects it's probably two different feeds somebody yeah. on this part of the world and different quality levels of audio source and all that yeah do you is that come your way like it's you- hard because we can't do like zoom or anything with these guests because they're in a country where the internet is only just starting to advance a bit um it's still very it wouldn't be good enough for zoom like the video quality or would be very poor so yeah it's all got to be done via a phone call um and then we we route that um so we have the phone call and and um whoever's interviewing but um yeah it's it's difficult because like a lot of the podcasts i've seen that use zoom it's usually you know someone in australia where we've got relatively good internet everywhere and so say someone in the US and the internet's you know just as good so they can afford to do it over zoom but for us it's it's a bit tricky and even with the phone connection it's not guaranteed to be we always have dropouts or like delay you know like delay in response so you have to keep you know starting and stopping and <laughs> it's hard yeah. okay yeah. well there's there's some challenges so obviously uh, technology side of things connectivity yep. um and so just going to get a sense of behind the scenes. So is it 
the type of thing where you're always doing live recordings or is podcasting always like a live thing or would there be a situation where you're stitching it together and yeah for us for us because we want to hope to do it all live but i think just a few of the technical issues with um with the connection internet connection phone connection also yeah sometimes a language barrier does come into it because that's like he'll have to translate it because we're doing it all in english they they speak english pretty well but he'll sometimes have to stop and translate it and then so for us it's stopping and starting we hope to do more of a live format because i think that'll be a good challenge for us we'll be on the spot um just depends like you'll get some podcasts where they want it really clean and no stuff ups. So usually they'll record it and then in post, they'll just really fix it up. And others will be like, I think for ours or for Aussie ambitions, it's just more, you know, if there's stuff ups, then just leave them in. Yeah. 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 Well, and, <laughs> well not too bad of the stuff up. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> That's good. No, I'm glad you mentioned it. To be honest, I think it's just around a, a philosophy of like, what are you, what are you trying to achieve and um, not getting too distracted. So mm. perfection isn't always something you need to pursue. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist at heart. I'm last few years I've tried to stop being yeah, that. So interesting. So does that get you into trouble? Um, no, but like for myself, I guess. Yeah. I'm too hard on myself, <laughs> but I'm learning to stop doing that. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, th- I think that's, Again, a lot of people would can relate to that, and whether that I can picture that might slow people down. I can, mm. I can, I can imagine. I've had to make some calls around. Um, it's not good enough. We got to do it again, but then it delays, and so does that delay hurt you? Um, I guess you learn, live and learn, right? It's sort of like with the with the podcast, you want it to be a, a good quality, but yeah, you don't want to go too overboard. So I'm still like, oh yeah, it's got to be right, but maybe I'm still thinking in the back of my head, like not to overdo it. I think. Now I'm a yeah, I'm getting better. <laughs> That's good. I think there'll, there'll be creative decisions about what the, how the interview went mm. or those kind of things, and then there's more of the technical thing, like it's literally unlistenable, like un yeah, you can't listen to yeah. it because of that hissing sound or you know that popping or whatever. So yeah, I think um, just on the creative side of things, do you have much interest in um, uh, like in bringing in your own guests in the podcast? Like where do you uh, obviously the Solomon Islands is one thing, but um, like starting my own. Just yeah, solo perhaps, podcast. Perhaps like a, that's what I was, I was thinking about it. And again, I was thinking like, oh, what topic am I going to talk about? And I was just thinking of all of my interests and um, just nothing has popped up yet. So I want, that's what I mean. I want to make it good. I just don't want to put up a podcast for the sake of it. So yeah. Uh, do you follow any uh, Australian-based podcasts? I don't know if it's a big scene. We're, we're kind of keeping track uh, of If I can you. name drop, yeah, I watch, um, I suppose it's someone that I've met before um, and the podcast is called Meta Minds. Um, so it's sort of like a well-being sort of help podcast, um, like mental health sort of. They'll interview like psychologists and all those sort of people. So I, I follow them um, as an example. Um, yeah, I don't really listen. To, yeah, you'd be surprised. I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, just listen to snippets of like joe rogan's or i usually listen to audio books most of the time so okay yeah well yeah it's one of those things that there's so much content out there that's what i mean there's a lot of content yeah um, how do you i mean obviously yeah you you discover some things and you might jump onto it or Mm -hmm. shorter format do you have a preference for a shorter format or something a bit more in depth 
Well, specifically for our Pacific Sound podcast, we have to keep it to 15 minutes. Um, Reason being in the islands, they're very data conscious. So there's an app called MJAMS and it's all done through um, like like paying for, what's the word? Phone credit. Yeah. So they don't have like, uh, would you say inter- like internet, a way of doing it that way. So it's all done through phone credit. So they're really data conscious. So we wouldn't be able to have an interview like for very long because it would chew up all their their phone credit. For sure. So I remember Australia had some, it's only recently where the internet's finally kind of coming. But yeah. even then, if you compare it to <laughs> the rest of the world, it's pretty scary, like how limiting it is still. Yeah, here. very much in some some areas. So it's I think is MBN still being rolled out and <laughs> Yeah, like we could only do what we've done here in the last eight to ten months because we went from like only dial up was not dial up, um the basic, you know, ADSL mm-hmm. uh, simple, simple line and upload speeds were like And I think even comparing to the rest of the world, our internet's still very yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, I think you gotta get you'll get out there and you realize, wow, I've been to even to some countries you wouldn't expect, like Philippines been there. Yeah to work and things and uh you know hotels are just lightning fast um, and the internet everywhere and like in cafes or yeah, yeah. the wiring's a bit scary yeah <laughs> <laughs> that i've seen over there you think how that and you uh, look outside and there's just telephone poles and wires like, i don't want to walk near that in case something a fire could start at any second but yeah. like but you got super lightning fast mm. but here it's safe but it's slow that's it um but yeah just back on the length um i feel for just for us like not too long is good. Um, I don't know. Some people have short attention spans, so I feel like that's a good length. And that's sort of another reason why, like if we did it completely live, we'd have to make sure we kept to the time limit. I mean, it's so hard to keep to the like a low time limit. So, um, yeah, in, in, um, when we're editing, that's why like we try and condense it to 15 minutes if we can. We'll take out certain parts or, yeah. Okay. Um, so we might have some techn- techn- technically inclined people listening in uh, mm-hmm. just to hear a bit about, you know, what kind of tools are you using on a regular basis. So is there, have you found yourself using a particular suite of software or apps or is it like a desktop thing? Or are you on your phone doing it? Like what tools are you using? Uh, so I just got my laptop basically and just some monitors. Um, in terms of what I use, I was taught to use a program called Pro Tools. So that's like what they call industry standard. You'd see it in like all the big recording studios. Um, I'd say that's more of like a complex program and it's really good for like post-production, um, yeah, mixing for TV shows and movies. But if you, it just depends what you're doing. Like I'd say another program called Studio One, which is by Personas, that's one I'm starting to learn now. That's that's really good and easier to learn than Pro Tools if you want to, yeah, especially do podcasts and um, you can even produce music in there as well. So it's sort of like a hybrid um, software. So, yeah, nice. Um, with the video side of things, um, I know we looked at OBS and mm-hmm. live streaming and lots of different, more than the video side, but do you have you played around with those at all? Yeah, Um I did a bit of DJ live stream just during COVID. So I was using OBS to sort of run everything. Um, just had my webcam and another camera. So um, OBS, yeah, I'd say. How was that? I mean, did you have to uh, build an audience or you just 
is live streaming the type of thing you just put it out there and then people stumble across it i'm curious i was about that one. i streamed it to twitch and i was i didn't have any intention i just wanted to mix music and have have it up there for people to watch i, I don't think i got too many uh viewers <laughs> it was just something that i wanted to do i wasn't thinking oh if i'll get like 100 viewers yeah i just wanted to do it so okay. mm. that, that, that's a bit of fun i think that could be that's where we want to make sure people are aware that you know all this technology stuff there's so many different platforms and things you could do there's um, a lot that yeah i don't know about or yeah i've just learned from teaching myself and yeah i've found that the best way when i was doing it yeah mm. well that's something we're looking at is live streaming versus you know recording stuff and then uploading it later so i think there can be pros and cons but from what i've heard that um you know, live streaming, if you've got a following already and people are jumping in and tuning in and you can kind of engage with them, mm -hmm. that's like gold, right? Because you can yeah. have interactivity. Um, but from like an algorithm point of view, I think once people, if you're on the stream, then you're mm. you're good. But if it, it kind of goes into no man's land after if it goes to, like I think they keep it online for a period yeah. of time, but then it disappears. So if you I want think, long lasting, I think you need to upload. Yeah, I think it depends how well known you are. I'm not too sure. Don't quote me like uh, the big, big people on these platforms i think you can um upload after but if you're just starting fresh i don't think you have maybe you can i'm not too sure but yeah yeah well these are just open questions so mm. again might be a topic for the future we can yep. jump back and we'll certainly, we'll certainly be experimenting with that stuff with our formats whether it's um this podcast or maybe something different <clears throat> i feel like uh sometimes when you get that live stream it's a, got a different level of excitement where you're on the spot what's going to happen <laughs> next and you got some guests that are a bit you know uh freestyling and yeah. so it's people like that i mean it's, it's a new format uh so it helps people sharpen their Big conversation skills probably yeah something to yeah try in the future yeah yeah um so just with that we do welcome engagement and any feedback for the listeners and the viewers on the channel just uh let us know what kind of formats you think would be fun to pursue um in the end you know we like to keep busy and get people in for a bit of a chat and to to find out the the journeys and it's a mix of you know the the areas of interest and and but it's a little bit about how is it done here in australia so maybe with that is there um do you have any experience traveling overseas or like how australia compares to other countries yeah i've been to europe three times pre-covid of course <laughs> um i found especially like yeah going going through europe and some countries i like the way they do some things and Maybe, yeah, like I think they work for the country. I just don't know if they'd translate to Australia. Like I think they're good for the culture. It just depends on the culture of the country. Like, I don't think maybe it won't translate well in Australia, but I like some things that they're doing over there, especially with like the music scene. They're really supportive of the arts, um, creative industry. That's like here it's, I think maybe it's a bit different like with uh, Melbourne or Sydney, but especially Gold Coast, it's it's just starting to, you know, get support. But yeah, only I feel like we're like ten years behind Europe, especially with with that stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, would just maybe on the sacrifice uh, thread of conversation, like mm. if you had opportunities that would come at you, and but you had to relocate or get into a new mm. world, basically up and move, would you consider it? It's a hard one, Scott. I I really love. The Gold Coast, like now that I think about it, I'm being biased, but it's like safest and best place to live 
like a special or Australia in general, really. We're pretty safe here. Um, yeah, if we had to relocate, that'd be a big decision. I'll work that out when it, if it comes. Yeah. Yep. I'm not too sure yet. <laughs> no, that's, it's just interesting to hear the, the mindset or the, the approach. Cause mm -hmm. it, I mean, I guess you cross that bridge when you come to it, but, um, it's sort of this globalist, uh, pool of talent and I'm just not sure some industries it's quite limiting. So if you're an actor, for example, mm -hmm. um, you might, you might tap out and do everything you can here, but realistically to make it supposedly you might need to go. Depends like what I was saying earlier, like depends what I'm doing a lot because of COVID everything's moved online. So I could just stay here and do freelance stuff. Like if I was going down the podcast route, I'd be able to edit, mix and do all that from home. I wouldn't need to relocate. So it just depends. Um, everything's sort of like everyone's doing online stuff now. So you can work forever. You don't need to go to that location, but, um, oh, I suppose some, some things, but yeah. Okay. Um, because of that online and, and kind of no borders and just everything can, you can work for people and people can mm -hmm. work with you. It doesn't really matter where you are. Does that add more competition to the mix? Like, do you feel like maybe, um, uh, maybe like a lower cost provider might undercut you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Let's talk I, about that. Uh, I don't want to bash Fiverr. <laughs> That's an example of people. I think to me, they're undervaluing and undercutting themselves, but they might have other work as well and they're just doing fiver for fun so i can't really say but when you're charging like five dollars to edit something do you think you'll be getting a good product i don't know <laughs> that's or do you uh, think yeah. if if someone's going to charge you a few hundred dollars do you think you'll be getting a better product so you just got to think of it like that okay yeah well that's that's a good reminder i think mm. you know pay for what you get and and that's probably general rule. Uh, do you feel like your clients uh, get it? Uh, like, do you have to do a lot of educating to explain uh, why they need to basically, is, is the term mastering the audio? I'm not sure, but it's about, they do the recording, but then there's something that needs to happen in post-production, right? Um, just like, you, I'd just say like editing is the initial, um, mixing, um, and then mastering is like the final glue, so to speak. Um, but some people will want all of that done or they might've edited the thing already and then just want you to mix and master it and get it ready for online. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, so if people at home, they, they say, all right, hey Dylan, I've, uh, liked what you're saying. I've actually done some recording myself, but I'm having trouble getting it anywhere. I've just got a bunch of files. Mm -hmm. Do you work with someone like that or do you have to be more involved with the actual recording itself to start with? Um, I could work with someone like that. I just got to really know their situation, um, like how they've recorded it and what program they've re recorded it in. And like, cause I'm only just starting, so I can't, you know, get the best people yet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just thinking there might be some tips that we can offer out to people. So would you have any tips for people that are going to try to record themselves? Um, things like proximity of microphone, um, distortion popping that kind of stuff it, yeah it's there's so many factors i'd just say first off record in a relatively quiet space don't be recording your podcast outside unless that's what you want to go for but try and yeah a quiet room no distractions not too much outside noise I always when i've 
recorded my parts for my own podcast with my friend. I've done it at night typically because it's quieter. There's no birds flying around, um, not many cars in the background. So um, I'd start off, yeah, quiet space. Um, you can get cheap equipment, relatively cheap, I'd say. Like it's still a couple of hundred, but compared to what it used to be, it's much better now for price. Um, just you have to really research and it depends on what you're going for. I, it's not really a one size fits all. It depends if you want to have a guest or you want to do it by yourself or it comes down to your budget really and what you want to do. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then in, in terms of getting it uh, out there, where are people sharing their podcasts? Is there some clear way? Like if it's a video, generally people are uploading to YouTube. Mm -hmm. What happens in the podcast world? Um, yeah, it just depends where you want to go up. You could go on all the platforms. Um, for ourselves, we didn't want to go on all of them um, in saying that we're on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. And under Apple Podcasts, they have like different uh, other podcast websites that it goes to as well. And then we're on SoundCloud, so we upload to there and as well as YouTube. But yeah, just wherever you think it depends you have to think about like your target audience, where might they listen? Um, you got to think about that as well. Like always know your target audience. Um, do that. I'd recommend doing that um, when you're planning your podcast. Like who are you aiming your podcast at? Is it going to be like young people or older people? So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, those, those are some practical tips that hopefully people can benefit from. Um, just uh, since we've got you on here and people will probably know that you're behind the scenes for, mm -hmm. for future episodes, um, maybe just uh, a bit about where you think uh, we're headed, not us as a group, but yourself, you know, in, in, in a year's time uh, or a couple of years ahead, where do you think you'll be? Uh, mm, I love that question. <laughs> uh, have my own place, have my own setup. I'd say knowing what I want to do, hopefully have consistent work in the audio industry yeah that's i'd be happy with that scott to be honest so that's that's my main goal <laughs> sounds good well one step at a time for sure yeah. um and uh yeah so if anybody wants to follow along definitely follow our podcast and you know, all the channels that we've got so we've got um we'll probably probably be everywhere we can be um we'll make sure you got all the links to that but for your stuff you've got you've got an instagram that they can follow uh, i'll give you the website sure. which links to everything so it's www dtbaudio.com um, go to there and then I've got links to Facebook, Instagram, I've got a LinkedIn and then what I've done um, on one of the tabs I've also got my podcast with my friend so if you click in there um, it's got about Pacific Sound and then that will take you to the Pacific Sound website so it's all linked to each other so that's what I found is good cross-linking everything so I'd recommend um, to always do that when you if you have a website just link all your social media have it all there so on your for example your facebook you've got a link to your website and then you know what i mean so nice right. one yeah that's a good tip actually good reminder so um excellent well appreciate you coming on dylan i think yeah, we'll definitely you. keep the uh, the seat open you yeah. Welcome back anytime, obviously. It's been good good chatting. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and yeah, just keep it interactive for everybody out there. Uh, we want to welcome any questions or input because both Dylan and I can take this on board and work it into the future uh, recordings. So Yeah, I'll be glad to take on any feedback or I'm always learning. So yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Guys, thanks very much for tuning in. That's the Aussie Ambitions Podcast. We'll see you next time. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Aussie Ambitions Podcast. 
We appreciate your support and welcome your input. So if there is a topic that you would like to see covered, please let us know via our website, aussieambitions.com or any of our social media accounts. And please subscribe to receive all of our updates. We hope that you picked up some helpful tips helping you to get to where you want to go. And if you've got a story to tell and are able to come for a visit, definitely get in touch.